basketball, the number one source of injury in males, 25 to 45. Is that right? In the country. Is it worth it, bro? Is there anything less cute than a guy over competing in recreational basketball? Oh, come on. (laughs) That is disgusting. (laughs) That is disgusting behavior. Lost friends over it. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome back. We good, Chris? Yeah. I to Oops the Podcast. <laughs> I'm Francis. That's Julio. Yo, We're joined yo, yo. by Ryan and Chris, as ever. Our team. The team, the team, the team. Whoa. <laughs> Julio just touched my pinky. You guys are watching on YouTube. Creeping. There's a little treat there. It's creeping I over. snuck right over there and made a quick contact. Don't you dare. Just to establish things, you know. Uh, Don't you dare. Buddy, uh, it's good to see you. Life is moving fast. Yeah, it sure is. Um, it sure is. I, I, I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, we, we're, we're living in this new building now, and buildings are different. Yeah, they sure are. I didn't realize that. <laughs> you Do you know? guys have so? What's different about this one than your old one? The tone of the, the of the people. The tone of this building is very different. So yeah, the overall package of the building tone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Our old building, you know, people would bring their little kids down into the sort of lobby and have them play with each other and run around and, you know, there'd be dogs and all kinds of goofy stuff happening and the doormen were sort of very familiar and chill and mm. they'd come out and pat your dog and give him a treat and stuff like that and then like one time at my old building the super we were joking about how because he had helped us get rid of some some trash or things we need big big items we needed to get rid of and i watched how he actually i think it was him get help he helped us get rid of a christmas tree and he wrapped it up really quickly and dragged it out and he had a very good process for it and i was like well i guess i know who i'm calling if i ever need to get rid of a body <laughs> and we laughed and then he actually started giving me on how and where to dispose of a body and this is our building super and i'm like i i was kidding dude but (laughs) these are super detailed instructions that you're providing me and he sounded like he'd be up he's like you i got you Mm, you know couple bucks that was close to the river what's the going rate for disposing of a body (laughs) that's a good question it's got to be a lot and if it's less than we think then that's a shame (laughs) it's such a risk for the disposers it has to be like hundred thousand minimum and you don't want to you don't want to deal you don't want some you don't want to deal you don't want to deal on that you don't want to deal. No. The thing that's funny, bro, in every movie where something like this, there's always one guy who no one vouches for. You know, like, there's the two guys and then the third guy who, like, you know him? Like, on the day of the operation. Uh-huh. You know? And that you don't want that. And what's that guy? That guy's the guy that gets them all in trouble? That's the guy who, like, does something insane. That guy shoots a cop in the head. Oh, you're right. You're <laughs> yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, he kills the cop quickly. That guy's bad for the operation, man. Really bad. Um, you He's know. a loose cannon. Well, anyway, new building. Uh, I, we love it. New we're, bodies. We're so happy to be there, but I would say that it is formal. 
Uh, it's formal. Are there older people in the building? It's definitely older. Um, everyone's very nice as well. People are very private. I have introduced myself to a lot of people. And they're weird. And they are... Nobody's kind of meeting my exuberance. Mm. Nobody's meeting my exuberance. People are almost a little bit kind of put off, it, it would seem, by by how forward and, and kind and trying to be... Trying to make friends. Yeah. You had friends in the building. We had a building. lot of friends in our That's old building. That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, my building, I don't have any, really any friends in. Uh, and our neighbor, I had my like longest conversation i've ever had with our direct next door neighbor mm. and we're moving in like a week mm. it was in the hallway i felt like i was being a little invasive but i was like hey man i can't help but notice that i've been hearing the sounds of breath of breath of the wild coming through your door <laughs> have you been playing and he's like yeah i have been i have been he's like it's pretty good he's like but you know i just finished i'm a big dark souls fan what what is this what are we talking about this is zelda oh they're zelda video was games. the original thing yeah dark souls he's like and I've heard of Dark Souls, and I've heard that it's hard. I've never played it, but I, I had that. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Dark Souls is like similar, but way harder. And he was like, yeah. He's like, I, I kind of wish Breath of the Wild wasn't so easy. And I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. It was like 1 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> see you later. Like, Can you guys play together? It's not really a play together game. He also only wears a mask in the building still, this guy. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's harder. It's a little bit of a barrier. Yeah, there is a barrier. He's a nice guy, though. Uh, and I'm impressed by him because Breath of the Wild was not easy for me. Uh, he said it was too easy? For him, it was too easy. Ooh, that's uh, that's daunting. My brother even said Dark Souls is so hard that it can be frustrating. He, yeah. he stops. But this guy was not. Yeah, he must uh, be a This guy's a next serious, level gamer. Serious gamer. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I got posterized by a 12-year-old. <laughs> In my building. Oh, sick. In your new building? Yeah, I got dunked on and I, in so hard that I was just, I walked out of the elevator shaking my head and laughing to myself. What did he do? All right, ready for this? So I get in the elevator and I'm being really, you know, I'm like, oh, a, a kid. I'm good with kids. I love Here kids. comes Uncle Fran. I haven't been able to connect with the adults in this building, but maybe... This kid and I, he'll be like, oh, you you also like skateboarding? Cool. <laughs> Whatever. And so I'm talking to him and um, introduce myself, try to crack a couple of jokes. And, you know, he's not, he's, he's a little shy. And then I go, I hit our number on our elevator and I go, what number are you? And there are three, like, elite penthouses in our building. And he goes, oh, it's... Uh, you need the key. Oh. And he put the key in and turned oh. it. After me being like, what number are you? And he's like, ah. It's, uh, it's one of the ones that opens directly into the apartment. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, man, my dad always says, keep working hard. Yeah. <laughs> Gets yeah. off the elevator. Yeah. Someday. Someday you'll have a key. Someday, pal. Uh, I just, I was like, ah, legend. What he'd, a legend. He'd be like, hey, listen, man, you know. I'm a little behind in my algebra too. If you wanted, <laughs> yeah. you could make a couple extra bucks. You know, <laughs> my dad will pay whatever you want. <laughs> oh man, I don't think this kid needed help. He seemed really smart. <laughs> he seemed like he was really cool. I like this kid, uh, and so that was cool. And then, yeah, otherwise, you know, we're just sort of settling in. Things are yeah. kind of uh, finding places for stuff and yeah. dumping stuff. I got rid of some funky stuff, man. Remember the the, the hockey stick that I got at the game? (laughs) Yeah. I had to get rid of that. Did you sell it at least? No. 
gave it away. Mm. I don't. I hope that finds a good home. I hope whoever gets it knows that it was a real stick from a really good hockey player. There's, you know, there's no way, right? It says his name on it. Oh, that's and sick. it has the tape at the top with his number. Oh, that's sick, dude. In marker on it. That's sick. Good spring cleaning's good for the soul, man. I guess so. Um, so you reminded me of something. The you wanted to connect with the children in the building. Yep. I would argue you were successful. This kid was seemed like he was modest. Yeah. Checking his privilege. Um, yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he was chill. Shout out to all the guys out there. I guess men and women who you go to a party f- with adults and you immediately try to find the kids and chill with them. Not yeah. in a weird way. That's me. That's, <clears throat> That's me. a good person to be. It's a good time. Shout out to my man, William Boylan, RIP. He was a good family friend. They used to come over, and I remember him immediately coming downstairs to chill with us. He would hit the kids' snacks. Be like, what are you guys watching? He'd hang out. <laughs> this guy was the man. He's a great dude. I like that. Uh, I have fond memories of him coming downstairs to the kids' area. What happened to him? I think he I think he, uh, he passed away recently. I think he may have had cancer. Oh, no. Long battle. Uh, he was a great guy, so shout out. But it reminded me of that. Gotcha. You know, good to stay youthful. Yeah. I like the kids. Oh, I just it, it's simpler. It's simpler. But boy, they're a tough audience sometimes. They can be. It's tough to make them laugh. They can be tough. Because it's like they've been trained not to connect with you. Because you're a threat. Because <laughs> it's weird. You're a stranger. Yeah, there's so much. Oh, oh don't, don't, don't show adults that you like them. <laughs> it's like, well, look, maybe teach your kids to have discretion. Discretion about is good. Which adults they can like. <laughs> You know, if I walk in with a wife and, uh, you know, I'm wearing cool clothes and stuff, pretty safe assumption. Yeah. It's not going to be uh, like Jared from Subway situation. I'm not going to. Yeah. You I know, don't like coercive yeah. duo. Do I look like I need to abuse children? I don't know that it's a thing that you need. I, I think that most people who do it don't want to do it. That's what's so complicated about it. They just can't help it, dude. You think? They like need to feed. Yeah, but oh, like, it's fucked up, dude. I'm like, I'm, it's like I'm vampires. I don't know. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true, right? Because you know, R. Kelly, <laughs> Ryan's love. R. Kelly was a handsome guy. Or is a handsome guy, and was was probably had his women all all over him, and so then he just chose that. So because right, I was gonna say I thought maybe it was like oh, I can't get adult people, so. So here's my question. Can we look up, Ryan, specifically what a pedophile is? Because to me, there's like different tiers of it that mm-hmm. are worse or better. So you now, want just the basic definition? Yes. A person who is sexually attracted to children. So is ch- a, ch- a child, in my mind, is somebody who's younger than, you know, puberty. Yeah. Right? So like R. Kelly was like preteens. That's obviously terrible. But like, are we? Is he a pedophile? Is he classified as a I think pedophile? We, I think we. I mean, are we calling him that? I, I almost Definitely. think that at this point, pedophile applies to anybody that tries to have relations anybody with under anyone underage. Yeah. Am I wrong about that? You might be right, but to me, like a guy who like diddles three year olds is way worse. Well, than for sure, a person who does it to fourteen year olds, even though that's bad too. I'm just saying. I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying. Um. I guess we often hear more that when it's when it's people that are trying to have relations with, let's say, sixteen year olds, fifteen year olds, you hear the word predator more yeah, yeah. 
than you do uh, pedophile, which mm-hmm. to me I invokes right true tr- children being preyed upon. Right. Yeah. I guess they're like both extremely terrible in their own unique. But way. I, gr- dude, I, gr- I don't think anyone would disagree that someone who pr- you know preys upon seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds is is that those they're much worse than somebody who I guess is trying to hook up with 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds. So mm-hmm. I found hebophilia is when people are attracted to children age 11 to 14. <laughs> Pedophilia is 11 and under. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. That hmm. makes sense. But I do think it does get the blanket term pedophilia. Yeah. yeah. Regardless yeah. if they're underage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, don't be doing that. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> don't bad be doing that. business. That's really bad. Bad um, business. Dude, okay. So I was thinking about you the other day because... Hmm. I was thinking about the karmic reversion to the mean. Okay. I had a couple, I had a series of decent things happen to myself. Ah, uh, you're in trouble. And I find my, I found myself worrying. Mm. Yeah, you're due. But then mm. I thought this and it made me feel good. And it was, well, what about all the times where terrible shit happened to me? Maybe this is the reversion from that. Mm. Perhaps. You're, you're quick to forget about. Mm. It's a little bit of a hack, mm-hmm. at least from worrying. Yeah. And also, also. You should, if you truly subscribe to the karmic reversion to the mean, <clears throat> then when you're in times of shittiness, you should think at some point soon, my luck is going to change. Correct. This, this, Correct. this is all, this is all clouds and darkness and it will get better. Terrible times, but I will receive hopefully a, a, an opposite, uh, karmic reversion to the mean in in the form of good times soon mm-hmm. hopefully yeah yeah agreed so that's a part that's a positive way to look at it julio well dude i'm you should feel good about the fact that you have finished moving you mm. have finished as i've about to fully begin we appears that we found an apartment Ooh. let's go <laughs> we're preparing to you know begin the whole process first of all dude i gotta say an apartment leasing broker is there a more worthless job on the planet, mm. the idea that I need to pay somebody that much money for just standing in the apartment and letting me in. A lot of the time, they're not even there. Right. FaceTime me. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> you want to get $10,000 now well, for FaceTiming? How are they supposed to make their money? They sh- the job shouldn't exist, dude. It's a stupid job that should You think exist. the owner should be the one showing you the apartment? Sure. I don't know. Like It just seems to me that... There could a company could come around that would be like, we'll virtually show your apartments for you, and the fee will be three hundred dollars, and it'll make all those people who have worthless jobs, like, find something else. To yeah. Do. Now, granted, we've had some brokers that were lovely, and I understand selling an apartment. I understand the broker for that. I understand selling shit and needing a broker. I get all the value there. Rental apartment, even for leasing a re- a commercial space, I understand the broker. But why? Do I need a broker to rent an apartment? I just don't get it. And I'm sure pe- I'm going to get angry messages about this. But dude, listen to this. Okay, I'm specifically upset about this one guy. <laughs> I call him. And dude, the thing too, a lot of the times there's fucking shysters. Mm-hmm. I call him like, hey, what's up? I'm calling about like 200 whatever Avenue. And he's like, you mean the spacious one bedroom? I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean the spacious one bedroom, you fucking turkey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I sh- we show up to the apartment, bro. <laughs> If they're showing one apartment. We show up. The broker's not there. But guess who is there? Six other couples. Oh, Now we're just no. waiting together to go see the same apartment. Uh, He's a half an hour late. 
And then he's been calling me every day since. Dude, what is wrong with you? You weren't even there. <laughs> and he comes, he, he brings us all up at the same time. He herded us in. The people were living in the apartment, too. It was the worst. And, and that's the one you want? No. Fuck no. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a terrible, like, just, just from the vibes alone, I didn't want the apartment. Right. Based on all that. And, right. like, you're going to argue with me that that guy deserves to get 15% of the annual rent? Get out of here, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's a bullshit job. Right. The, they've gotten greedy, and it's going in the wrong direction in this city, I'll tell you, dude. <laughs> yeah, but but it's funny, dude. I mean, the a lot of the time, you can fight for a lower broker fee or no broker fee yeah a lot of apartments are listed as no fee i know and then i think nice. i think the seller bakes in some kind of cost that they will then pay the agent whoever has it you know? yeah we're not that good at that like we so we can sort of be but like you can like, select no fee apartments yeah but dude, the one we're moving into happens to have a fee the broker's lovely it's fine whatever. look it, it you gotta think of it this way if you end up living in this new apartment for at least two years, if not more, that broker fee amortizes into the rent, and be- the longer you live there, the less it stings. True, um, but I refuse. If somebody asks me how much I pay in rent, and it's a person I'm comfortable sharing with, I refuse to give a number that does not include the annualized broker fee baked into the <laughs> bottom line. Well, why? What does that give you? It gives me fuck you broker fee. This is how much my rent is because I had to pay you thousands of dollars for sitting there for eight seconds. I see. I see. Well, oh, oh, Are we, you readjusting well, that math each? Yeah. I've, so I've, I've adjusted it for the monthly so total. Someone's I like, did it on the walkover. So someone's like, what do you pay in rent? And you're like, well, this year it'll be $4,278.16. Next year, if we're I, there I'll, again. I'll round up or down uh-huh. from the uh-huh. from this sense. But, dude, yeah, and if we renew, I will include what that was across the fo- the following 12 months based on the fact that we had already paid it the first 12 as well. I like that. I Fuck don't mind this, that. Dude. I don't mind that that you're taking out your spite in mathematical accuracy <laughs> to those who nosily ask about your rent, which, by the way, is such a – it seems distinctly New York to me. I'm sure it's not, but – that so many people have the gall to say, do you mind if I ask how much you pay in rent? That's a very galling question. And everyone asks it. Here. Not everyone asks it. A lot of people do. A lot do. of people ask it. I got asked that in Atlanta by an Uber driver. What? Ask me how much I pay in rent in New York City. I'll tell you what. That's not as bad as the person who walks in and looks around and is just oh like, my God. how much you guys paying for this yeah, joint? Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> that's much worse. Yeah, that's At least worse. the Uber guy doesn't has never seen your place. He just heard it's expensive up there uh-huh. and wants to know. Uh-huh. Fucking chatty. Problem is, I say that, and yet I know I have asked that question a lot, too. I don't think it's like, I don't, I don't think it's like necessarily an offensive question. But like not, but I have noticed that like some people are more likely to ask it than others. Yeah. Mm. Um, I feel like you and I can like talk about that. I don't think it's like a weird thing for us. No, to no, it's I because right, it's not a dick measuring contest. It's a value assessment assessment and <laughs> and uh t- yeah exactly. So do, okay, sorry to continue harping on about this, but like a broker <laughs> might be like, well, who's gonna list it? Who's gonna what do you like? What do you mean? I know you guys use a template. <laughs> yeah. I know how to put one thousand forty-eight square feet 
One bedroom, one and a half bathroom. Who's going to list it? Street Easy is going to list yeah, it. Yeah, you're not doing shit. The database that 100% of people use when they're searching yeah. for an apartment to rent. Right. That's that's who's going to list it. Yeah. Well, gee, after a long day of arguing, <laughs> nothing will help us bury that hatchet better. Were we arguing? No, I don't think so. It's good to have hot takes. On hot there. takes. Ooh, simmering. Nice Ooh. nice to cool those flames down with a delicious calm from Hangobi. Dude, I had a night and a half. On Friday night, I believe, I did a late show. I get home. I'm, like, pretty wound up. Uh, Hill is, like, barely hanging on to consciousness. Mm-hmm. I get in bed with her for a second, you know, give her a little snuggle. Nice. Uh, our, you know, our teddy bears are in the bed. Good. And I realize I'm a bit restless. Uh-huh. Hmm. Head out into the main room. Hmm. I hear, I hear the hangobies calling my name, and I just start Joya. making cocktails for myself. Joya. Whoa! By myself on the couch, stay up till like three forty-five in the nice, morning. Nice, nice. Doing absolutely nothing, but the hangobies were whistling to me from the fridge like a fucking like the sirens of the sea. Uh, they do that. Julia. They'll do that. Joya. They'll call your name. Big ice cubes and a healthy uh, accompaniment of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> And Hillary comes out in the morning. She looks in the recycling. She goes, oh, you finished the tequila last night? Mm-hmm. And she just like couldn't understand how that was possible. <laughs> last she knew, I was holding on to her hip yeah, as right. we fell to sleep. Right. Apparently, I slept block wow. over the fridge. How'd you do? Did you, did you wake up feeling okay? Yeah, because I only had like two or three. They're pretty stiff. But, uh, you know, if you don't. Put the, if you don't pack the volume on, I tend to find that I feel pretty good in the morning. Yeah, nice. Uh, maybe it was the hangover. Who knows? Could dude? be. We all know they go really well with cocktails, but they're also wonderful recovery beverages. <laughs> For me, the calm is one thing that really will help me to slow the hamster wheel inside my brain after a long day of fussing and fretting. Yeah. Uh, that's what I like it for. It's got elderberry, tart cherry, and chamomile, three horsemen of good sleep. That's right. Um, it's giving lobotomy, dude. <laughs> you can't even think after you drink one of these. No, you can't be stressed out. You just want to think about anything. No, it'll calm you down. <laughs> By the way, it does not have the same effect as having a lobotomy. Let's just <laughs> be clear about that. Um, we love the hangobies so much. The essential, absolutely delicious. That'll kickstart your day. Uh, the wake, same deal. Uh, this is the calm we love. And right now, you guys can get those by a case or two. Buy a few cases online, hangobi.com, H-A-N-G-O-B-I.com. Use promo code oops, I'm hung, 30% off, no apostrophe in oops, I'm hung. Oops, I'm hung, 30% off, hangobi.com. We, we saw our apartment and nobody had seen it really yet. It had been listed for a number that was, I guess, way too high and they, they hadn't rented it for six months, but they didn't really seem to care. And then they dropped the price substantially to a reasonable number, and then people started coming. But like we were the first people to make an offer. Another couple made an offer. We had to outbid them a little bit, but wasn't that hard? And then we <laughs> and then we got it. It was like nice. a very simple process for us. Um, and we're thrilled, dude. Our place now is is much cozier. There's a lot more uh, kind of warmth and home and hearth, even though there is no hearth. What is hearth? Hearth, I think, is legitimately a fireplace. Hearth. Yeah. Is that H-E-A-R-T-H? Correct. Hearth. The floor of a fireplace. Okay. <laughs> hearth. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hearth. Yeah. The hearth. Bro, I'm also, I'm sleeping better. We got a new mattress. Nice. Mm. 
sleeping pretty well. Nice, dude. Uh, excited about that. And then the view. Um, you know, we have an amazing view. And um, what floor is it? The twelfth floor. But there's there's a building not too far away that is all glass, and they can see us and we can see them. And I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care about being naked to them. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to care? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you, might, you might be asking the wrong guy, but I do not think you should care at all. Fuck that. Did you know that, and maybe you told me this, in New York City, it's completely legal to be naked in your apartment? We said that on the podcast. You guys said that? Yeah. That's funny. Look at me just regurgitating facts that I was told by you guys. <laughs> no, but dude, I've been naked in front, like, with a man standing oh, yeah, that's three feet away from yeah. 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 But you were... Scaffolding never came down. Remember when I said that? Never came down. <laughs> Good luck selling the apartment, dude. <laughs> never came down. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. So insane. What what's the what's the gentleman's agreement between me and whoever lives in the top this one apartment can definitely see us and it's a guy and his family. Bro. What am I what's our agreement, he and I? There isn't one. There's no agreement. Do whatever the fuck you want. Smoke crack if you want, dude. In front of his <laughs> with his children watching. I mean, I'm not gonna be like, you know, bending Sick over of this city, and, dude. and Pretending to talk like Ace Ventura out of my butthole, Adam. <laughs> <Bon> holio. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be horned up. If you see a him. little kid, bro, <laughs> feel free to cover up. But like, you're in your house, bro. You shouldn't be paying attention to what's going on outside. Right. Fuck it. Like enough. Enough of this shit. You already have enough. You're getting enough scorn from, you know. Right. <laughs> 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 you know <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah well dude we are we are going up in price fairly significantly Ooh. which well what's significant actually what percentage of a raise 20 percent. okay yeah we're going up significantly um it is what it is you know it'll be fine you're making more money let me say something dude it's motivating People say it's either, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, well, the more you increase the cost of your living, the more pressure you feel. Yeah. Pressure makes me work harder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll backfill. Yeah. Yeah. We'll fill in the holes. I have a thousand financial holes dug right now, and I am just shoveling money into each one of them. I haven't... A mass grave of your finances. Exactly. (laughs) I've dug myself a mass grave... <laughs> a a swimming and you know a natural in ground swimming pool that I have to fill Scrooge McDuck style yeah. <laughs> with money and yet I don't get to dive into it. We're just going to cover that over with Keep peat going. and moss and then forget it ever existed. Yeah, it's a bummer, dude. We are backfilling financially. Yeah, it's crazy. When does it ever end? It just doesn't. But man, I'll tell you, I do get. I get excited about buying new furniture for deals. I get excited about deals, man. Deals are good. Because we go to these outlets and they sell furniture that has a tiny little fucked up thing in it that we don't we're, we don't care. Mm-hmm. We you know we bought a, this dining room table. It's a sick table, marble table, and it was like so insanely priced. 
and it had a sticker on it, a red thing that was like, ask us. <laughs> and we asked, and it was $8,000 less than what the list price oh was. My. Oh, my God. What was wrong with it? There's a t- tiny little chunk of it that had been nicked off somehow. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, barely discernible. There's some paper mache in there, dude. Yeah. I think you can get someone who's good with marble to come in and fill it, but we don't care. And we, it gives it a little character. A little character. You know, acts as if it's been worn. That's it. Okay, so dude, we have some like quality emails. Thank you guys for continuing to send. We read them all. Um, we have some good ones, and, uh, and we like to get into some of them. Yeah, so, emails. This, yeah. This, this one's called She Touched My Thermostat. Dear G and Francis, I need your counsel on the following situation. I've been dating a girl for three weeks. Recently, she decided to spend the night at my place. The night of the sleepover was only the second time she had been to my apartment, but gave the impression that she really enjoyed my place and felt at home. I'm pretty easygoing and always have a, quote, make yourself at home attitude when people are over. However, just before bed, she went over to my thermostat and cranked the heater. She did not ask me if she could crank the heat, nor did she ask me if I was hot. I thought this was very strange to touch someone's thermostat without asking or mentioning that you were cold. I generally keep my apartment at a warm temperature. Thermostat's usually right around 72 in the winter. This was bizarre, and I felt like it was kind of selfish on her part. I believe that it's not her place, and she should ask me. I asked a bunch of friends, uh, or sorry, I always ask friends or family if it's okay to open a window or turn on the heat. Am I overreacting? My guy friends are divided on the topic. Need your input. Look, it's not weird that she would want to turn the heat up. That you have to expect. Yeah. But the fact that she didn't, as she did it, turn and said, hey, I'm a little chilly. Would you yeah. mind if I, <laughs> do you mind if I, is it all right if I, yeah. do you mind? Is this a, okay? Just a couple notches? Or she's um, like, I'm really cold. Yeah, whatever. Be cute about it. <laughs> exactly. And just did it. Like, just did it. <laughs> Chris had taken a nice big sip of kombucha right inside. That <laughs> 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 made me throw up. The, the, fact, the fact she did it without asking is, uh, is forget protocol. As soon as you start getting into... You know, is that her place or can she? That's a tricky argument. Mm-hmm. Just don't be an asshole about it. Judge her for it. <laughs> Judge her character. This is a woman who would, you know, let's put her in a different time. She's a settler on the on the on you know settling the West. Mm-hmm. That woman hates the Native Americans. <laughs> Dude, where is this she's, going? She's going. She doesn't <laughs> think. She's not she doesn't care about other people. She thinks this is my land, this is my house, this belongs to me, you know. They've settled. They've settled. They've built a house and they've settled. They built a cabin. They're not on the way. I pictured They're not on the way. No, they've they're arrived. building into uh into first people's territory. Got it. With no regard for the fact that those people have been there for a lot longer. Okay. And she, she's, you know, being Entitled about it. There's a lot of entitlement that comes with that. Got it, got it. She colonized his apartment. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? I yeah. She. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got there. She came in to his apartment and she turned up the heat. She changed the infrastructure of his land. She changed the infrastructure. She might as well have, you know, 
gone in and just taken a window and or just started painting painting mm-hmm. she starts painting his apartment it's the same thing to me mm-hmm. roughly the same thing without asking mm-hmm. yeah that's okay. how i feel about that so let me so i have one question i agree that like you know it, it that maybe is potentially slightly a bit of an overstep i know people are really sensitive about their thermostats in fact one of my friends in his house the thermostat kept changing and people work in the house so somebody put up a sign that was like do not fucking touch this thermostat Basically, wow! But we found out at some point that the thermostat was au- thermostat was automatically resetting. Oh, interesting! So like, they were like they they couldn't understand why somebody kept resetting. So anyway, <laughs> that's just to say that I know that people are sensitive about this. I guess I'm not that sensitive about it. But if you are, and if you believe that this is a thing, because what he's saying is true, I'm like, oh, this seems like a reasonable guy. They're pretty new. Is this girl out of your league? <laughs> oh, oh! You that's that's interesting. It's just my question because if if a girl's out of your league and she's over, you let her do that. But if, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Am I wrong about that? Uh, well, it it yeah. I mean, I, him writing the email makes Doesn't me think like makes it. me think she's not out of his league. <laughs> They're even Steven. These two. They're even Steven. Or yeah, or he's just not even that excited about it. You know, in general. Yeah, I get what you mean, dude. I get what you mean. You, um, I don't know how to bring it up to her, cause, cause you're gonna be like, oh, you weren't gonna ask me. That's so weird. You have to. Oh, do you weren't a, gonna ask me to. You have to do a passive aggressive joke about it. That's how you got to do it. I feel like that's a little bit of a like beta move, though, to be like, oh, I guess you, I guess you changed the thermostat without asking. I'm just kidding. Like that's so <laughs> that's weird, dude. Like, like what would the passive aggressive joke be? Um. I guess he could go up and after she had done it, go brush his teeth, whatever, and then come back and be like, oh, look, some <laughs> some temperature fairy changed oh my the temperature. <laughs> Not quite my temperature. Mm-hmm. What if you're like, this thing keeps changing. This, it, yeah. Why does it keep resetting? What oh, is this funny. about? Like, why? Yeah. Ooh. That's actually, that that's could work. Yeah, you don't, but you have to make sure anytime she does it, you don't notice. Mm. And you'd be like, the thermostat keeps changing. No, did you change it? Because then she'd admit it and the, and the jig is up. Let's, let's say that he just says next time, oh, oh, I don't know. That's too, too hot for me. But I have more blankets. I can give you more blankets. If you're cold, mm, that's good. Would you like to wear an old varsity mm. soccer sweatshirt of hey, you mine? Wanna, you want to wear my old sweatshirt? <laughs> you want to wear my old sweatshirt? It's heavily worn. Want to wear my old hoodie? But I have one that's never been worn by another woman. Mm. <laughs> In case this you're wondering, just for you, all <laughs> the sweat and tears of that Class C state championship run we went on <laughs> in 2004. You know what, dude? It doesn't have to be a big deal. I guess you could literally do this. Hey, like, I'm actually hot. Can we, like, figure out a way to, like, figure this out? Because I'm hot. That's too... It's kind of... That's kind of also hot of him. <laughs> no, you're, you're... You're being you're, direct. You're thinking about it as though it's, like, uh, a reasonable situation. She's already shown not, that she's not a reasonable person. I don't know about that. She she's just, not she just playing by the rules. This Dude, this is what you should do. Be like, hey, just so you know... It's it's pretty hot in here for my tastes, um, so I'd like to lower the heat down, but I'd be willing to figure out some other way to make you warm. And after that, I'm going to make love to you. Bro, <laughs> fine. I accept that. Give her that. the rundown. I, give her, I accept that. 
However, <laughs> this it, it it your take was the correct one, which is she has now marked her territory mm. and established a pattern of behavior through mm-hmm. one action. Yeah. That indicates the type of person she is and will be in your life going forward. This is not, we are not over extrapolating here. I truly believe that this woman does what she wants, takes what she wants. When you two are out at a restaurant, she's going to take food off of your plate without asking for a bite. Oh, God. She's absolutely going to do that. If, she, if her entree is not to her liking, she's going to swap. Maybe oh, without saying anything. Swap till you drop. She might even swap the plates. So this is what you have to look forward to. <laughs> and you have to decide right now. Is this what I want? Am I prepared to be a bag boy? Listen. To be a lackey. Am I her caddy because she's just that hot? And I, I am comfortable. Plenty of guys are comfortable being caddies to their women. And there's nothing wrong with that. To being subservient to some degree, to being the beta, and that's fine. Well, dude, okay, I'll okay. So I just wonder if some people like there is a some chance that in her experiences it's not weird to just adjust the thermostat. Because I'll tell you what, dude, I'll come home sometimes. Hillary is just like freezing. I think <laughs> yeah. she must be like a reptile. Like, she must be like reptilian <laughs> in some form. Like I'll come home and it's like, are you trying to like smoke me out of the apartment? <laughs> it's so hot. But we like debate what the proper right. What's what's your number? We we have like an old school like crank, uh-huh. like, a, like what are those things called radiators? Yeah, yeah, yeah. steam cutter. So I don't know the temperature, but like let's say that you could say a number though. What seventy two would... sounds pretty good to me. Seventy two is that too Damn. hot? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> what are you ninety years old? I want to walk barefoot <laughs> if I have to. I like to wear slippers. I like to. <laughs> I want to be able to wear my slippers and like wear a t-shirt in my apartment. Yeah, I don't want to dread transitioning to other parts of the apartment because I'm freezing cold. Dude, yeah. that's what my dad does. My dad makes the house so cold that it's virtually unlivable in the yeah. summertime. Both in the summer and the winter. Winter doesn't turn on the heat. Summer, the air conditioning is so cold that I wear a jacket sometimes. And I'm not just proving a point. I'm wearing the jacket to show how freezing cold I am. Mm. Mm. And I don't necessarily lean warm or anything. Yeah, I, I I really do, for it, and and I'm very lucky, by the way, that my wife is also runs hot. Mm. And let me tell you something: being on the same temperature as the person that you are going to spend your life with is not something that you should not overlook. You shouldn't overlook that. It's a nice thing. It's a nice thing to to agree. If you on. two run on the same temperature, that's that's like being the same religion. Yeah. In a way. It's almost that level of kind of, uh, if you weren't, it could be a tough hurdle for us to clear. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Yeah, because religion can at least be taught. Like, heat needs to be trained for. Yeah. Which is potentially more difficult. Right. Because you can be like, all right, if you're not Jewish, I'm not marrying you. They'll be like, all right, I'll be Jewish. Like, you can literally make that decision. Obviously, you then need to, like, do things to right. make that official. But with the with the temperature... What am I going to do? Send you out into the wild? I'm a 71 guy. You're going to have to go fucking train for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't seem to be practical. It's interesting, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. You know, 72 is hot to me. It's hot what, to me. What's yours? We, we, I mean, I think we're 67 people. They say that's the best temperature to sleep at for your metabolism. 67? Do you know that? 66 for even... I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently that's the best. 
temperature for your metabolism. Yeah. 66 is what? 66, um, if it's really cold out and we don't want to nuke the heat, yeah, we'll have it at 65, 66. Uh, Francis, this is kind of a meta question, but when you play basketball with the bird dogs people do you wear bird dog shorts a hundred percent would it be a bad look if you didn't probably do they all wear them yeah but again it's not because we aren't open to wearing other brands it's just that why would we wear any other shorts because the bird dogs are the best so are, are you guys all going home to shower before then going to your next thing like do those guys go home to shower and then go to the office i think they shower at the office okay so that so that's even a better argument to bring bird dogs because it's one less piece of clothing you need to bring exactly you don't need to bring two pairs of underwear now you only need to bring one and the shorts you just toss them and that's it yeah exactly guys bird dog shorts are perfect for playing basketball early in the morning with your boys with your friends and getting hurt <laughs> but you don't have to get hurt and that's not what always happens yeah, when you wear exactly. bird dogs. Bird dogs are also great from for coaching from the sidelines. Yeah. Which or, you should be doing. Or just watching and being f- safe. Watching and being safe. You guys can wear your bird dog shorts <laughs> anywhere and your pants and your joggers. They make all kinds of stuff. Get some tees. They're super comfy. You can be safe or you can be dangerous. Wear anything they make. <laughs> it's the best and it doesn't matter if you're trying to hurt people or not. Bird dogs, dude. Yeah, bird dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We love them. Yeah, we love the bird dogs. We really do. B i r d d o g s is how you spell the name of their company, and you can go at a dot com on the end of that right now and use promo code oops oops to get a tumbler in which to put your booze, your alcohol, your coffee, whatever. Whatever you want to drink, no one will be able to see through it. Yeah, it says I'm Tom Bachar for a while. <laughs> Guys, go to birddogs.com, use promo code oops to get that tumbler and get yourself some shorts, pants, or joggers. Oh, yeah. I am particular about temperature, though. I refuse to play competitive sports of any sort, even if it's recreational, yeah, under a, 70 degrees. That's a strange thing. Even if I'm me. inside. I asked Julio if he wanted to play tennis with me one time. I was like, it's in a bubble, dude. No. Too and cold. he was like, it's too cold out. I'm like, yeah, we'll be inside. He's like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They, they're cheapskates with the heat in those bubbles, bro. I grew up playing in those. And I'm freezing fucking cold. <laughs> 70 degrees, we'll talk. Uh, and I, I mean, it's important that I'm saying this out loud. Because every individual person who I've said that to thinks that I'm dodging them, and now they'll realize that I'm not. People are like, let's put tennis. Come on. I'm like, it's too cold, dude. They're like, oh, it's too cold. It's 68 degrees inside. I'm like, that's too cold. Interesting. I'm injured and brittle and old and out of shape. I can't <laughs> be running around, dude. Be running around. Basketball, the number one source of injury in males, 25 to 45. Is that right? In the country. Yeah, yeah it's like rec sports. I don't number know. Basketball specifically. More than yeah. car accidents? Was it worth it? Bro, is there anything less cute than a guy over competing in recreational basketball? Oh, come on! <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting behavior. Oh, buddy. Lost me, friends over it. Let me tell you something. I told you this, right? <laughs> Our pals at Bird Dogs. I love they go those hard, fucking 6 guys. They they play basketball twice a week at yeah, six thirty AM. Oh. And it's four on four full court. Yeah. And they won't invite two extra guys to play five on five. Whoa. They want the exercise of four on four full court, which is 
nuts. That's crazy. Four on four full court is nuts. And are you allowed to like uh, basket hang on the other side? No, you got to play defense. You do hockey rules, icing. It's dude. It's <laughs> intense, and you're playing defense at one end, and fucking you know you got plenty of room to cut. On the other yeah, end, dude, offensively, and the this the, the president or the CEO of Bird Dogs, very good friend of mine. Um, I was talking with him after we played one time, and I was like, "Dude, what you know? What are we doing?" Because he's older than I am. I'm like, "What? What? what you know? I don't. I can't do this. I can't at this age. I cannot risk a torn Achilles or a blown knee that would take a, at least one surgery." Six months, you know, two months in a boot, rolling around with one leg on one of those weird gurney things, those little like scooter yeah, type the, things. Like, that you're then I get on. in, then I'm on crutches. Dude, not worth it. Then I'm on, you know, then I'm hobbling and fi- tons of rehab, lost mobility. I can't risk that because I I do need exercise so much in my life that um. To not be able to do simple stuff, a 20-minute Peloton ride or a friggin', you know, little easy weights workout would send my mental health spiraling. So I'm not, I don't want to do contact sports. I don't want to exercise this hard to preserve my ability to exercise under control. And he was like, no, man, as soon as you commit to that, mindset you've given up and you, you're starting to deteriorate faster you got to play these sports as long as you can and i think the next time i played was when i broke both yeah. my fingers. <laughs> you get this compelling speech both of these two fingers finish. just had bone shards that came off the knuckle and were so swollen and are still bothering me to this day and every time they would continue to ask me, hey, want to come play? We're playing tomorrow. We need you. Want to come play? I'd be like, no, I can't. My fingers are still fucked up. And then they started calling me a pussy like, for it. Yeah. I remember They're that. They're like, yeah. his fucking fingers. It's like, yeah, we're playing basketball. Yeah. Dude. You know, I need, need the, the fingers. fingers. I also play were the piano. Were you throwing down in these games? No, I didn't have any opportunities. But so. you could. You could throw it down. Yeah, I can still throw it down. I still feel confident. Although we, we should probably, bah! I'm probably due for a test. Yeah, yeah. To see if, if I can still dunk. I think I can. I'd love to play in a two-on-two tournament together. I think oh. our skills complement each other. Does... What are we doing, bro? I, I know, but What like, are we doing? That's not five-on-five five full court, dude. I don't think it matters. We're going to trip on someone's ankle. We're going to go up for a rebound, and someone's going to be too exuberant and, and cut under us. You're talking broken ribs. Look at the Tom Segura clip. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Just, oh, just like, broke every yeah. single part of his elbow or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. I take it back. We're not hitting the ground gracefully. Yeah. We're not bouncing around. We're not rolling into it. We are splattering. Dude, yeah, I'm all about preservation, man. It's preservation. Real quick. Tennis, golf. Yeah, easy. We're fine. That... Oh, okay. That so wait, real quick, have you seen the show Human Playground? No. It's on Netflix. It's a <laughs> it's about like people who push their body to the limit. There's this race in the Sahara Desert that's like it's like 133 degrees yeah. while they're running this race, and like this it shows these people doing. People die during the race. Yeah. It's like a th- it's some crazy distance too. Yeah. I forget how long it is, Ryan. If you could check, it's a, it might even be like 500 miles. Yeah. And bro, like you see these people just start to like break down and right. they're like, this woman's on the side of the desert sobbing 
and her like feet are on fire, her body. And I just can't help but like, I'm all about pushing yourself to the limit, but I'm like, what do you got? Why should I feel bad for you? This is like, why are you doing this? Yeah, I don't feel bad. And they try to paint this narrative of like, why? And it's still fascinating and I've enjoyed watching it, but like, it shows all this crazy shit, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's worth. I'd be curious to see if you enjoyed it. Okay. Human playground. I got. I got one for you. Okay. I was screwing around trying to find something to watch. My wife had gone to bed, and I saw Netflix wanted me to watch this Korean body show. Korean body show. It's some kind of. It's almost like Hunger Games, but it's all about body. What What is you the mean Squid I, Games? Yes, excuse me. Squid Games. But what's it's a contest. And what's the ideal body type? Ryan, what's the yeah. name of this show? So these people are like, are you allowed to get cosmetic surgery? No. It's a physical... It's Physical sort of, 100. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, physical cool. 100. And it, it, it had kept being pumped to me on their, you know, whatever their <laughs> discover funny, They really wanted me to watch it. And so I started watching it. First episode, right? And the contestants are coming out, and they've made busts of each of their bodies. So it's find your spot on the floor, and there must—I guess it must be a hundred contestants. Are some of them? Are they all in pretty good shape to begin with, bro? These people are fucking ripped, but they're ripped in different ways. A lot of them. Mm. So you've got a, an Olympic gymnast who's you know five foot four. 140 pounds but he's cut and can like hold himself in a handstand forever right (laughs) but he but he he won the gold medal at the at one of the games so he's like he's known these are Mm -hmm. these are known people in korea they have uh their version of a navy seal Mm -hmm. they have a woman who's a fencer you know they have they have a female bodybuilder they have all kinds of people, like different bodies, but everyone's really fit in a different way. And so they're just, by the way, per, these people are coming out, they're introducing their contestants, and they're walking in at like random intervals, and there's a hundred of them. <laughs> and they're giving like a full bio interview kind of background, look at this person, there they are flexing to each person. And I got through like eight or nine of them, and Jesus, I'm like, "What the like, fuck? It's like a can we get to, can we get to some action? Can I watch these people like wrestle or something? I, they're all just saying hi, being like, "Oh, hello." And Is sizing, it inspiring at least a little. No, I couldn't. I couldn't get there. But dude, <laughs> out of nowhere, it's like eight or nine Korean people. Out of nowhere, there's just this random white German dude. <laughs> I'm whoa, Tom, who speaks Korean. Oh, that's always fascinating, dude. Yeah, and he, he speaks perfectly. And he's like a Instagram influencer, body model type guy on Instagram. And I don't know how he speaks Korean, but he was being way too forward with everyone else. Oh my god, this dude. this fucking turkey, dude, as you would say, he's <laughs> such a turkey. And every time someone else comes out, he's like, "Wow, what a body." Like, look at your thighs. I'm so impressed by your thought to women and stuff. By the way, the whole show <laughs> feels really objectifying. Mm. It feels like something that could not get made here. They say the Koreans are vain. Dude. I don't know why they say. I don't know why it's not a problem over there, but everything that was being said and everything that was being pointed out 
this whole thing was all about body, body, body. And it was, it was, felt like something from the 1990s. It was just like tr- body types and tropes that we have distanced ourselves from. Mm-hmm. Not a, you know, this is what you should Not look body, like. Not body positive. It wasn't. It, it like, was. You're all disgusting. Maybe this I didn't. Is what you should maybe look I like. didn't watch it long enough, but everyone was like, yeah, pretty cut up. You right. know, so I don't know. Take a look at that. I Just will, tell I me. I, it's something I want you to watch so that you What's can it tell again? me the body if experiment something hundred. Um, human one hundred. Cool. I got so bored of that that I flicked on the volcano documentary. Oh yeah. About the one in New Zealand, mm-hmm. I think it is. There's a lot of volcano content coming out. What? There's a best documentary that I watched that was about volcanoes. This shit was fucking horrific, man. It was in. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They go to they go to the volcano and it erupts, mm-hmm. and they're they're just getting burned alive by steam, and it is really horrific. And mm-hmm. it I don't know why I watched that for an hour and fifteen minutes. And I don't know why I did, because <laughs> they pretty quickly they start talking about how their like skin is just coming oh, off. God. Well, I learned. Well, I know we're we're we gotta wrap it up soon. But the uh, Fire of Love is this documentary about these two geologists or whatever volcano explorers who died in a volcano together. Uh, and I learned a lot about volcanoes that I didn't know, which was kind of interesting. If you like volcanoes, I recommend it. If you don't. This one, That's all I got. this one was nuts, man. I, I don't. I thought you had watched it. I watched Fire of Love, which is about oh. volcanoes. I, but, but I've been noticing that the, for some reason there's a ton of volcano content. Interesting. But red volcanoes are the, like the gentle ones, apparently. But like the ones that are the gray ones are the ones where the plates collide and explode. Mm. And the yeah, red this one is, ex- is the plates p- spreading apart, so they're like they're they're not like devastating the oh, way. Oh, that's that, good to know. Yeah. They didn't teach us any of that in this one. <laughs> this was just like uh, this death and suffering. I mean, yeah, it felt like the people that had set up tours to this volcano were the most irresponsible people on earth. <laughs> it, to me, it was as it was as because this is an active volcano mm-hmm. and it erupts like every three years. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what... yeah, and they know like when they're gonna erupt, roughly, just not the exact moment. Right. Um, okay. Anyway. Ryan, what do you got? Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. He's a lion. We're not dying. Facts with Ryan. <laughs> so the human playground show, that race is the Sahara race. It's 156 miles Jeez. long. And it takes about six days to complete. And it's like 133 degrees Fahrenheit. And shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Jeez. Average broker fee in New York City is up to 15% of the annual rent, Outrageous. which is disgusting. It's disgusting. It's tough. Um, and then, as for hitmen and disposing bodies, this one was tough to find. So I didn't get quite the answer. <laughs> Thank God, dude. Yeah. I know. I, I, I want to clear my history again. Yeah. So I Googled how much does it cost to dispose a body. Got nothing accurate there. Where's the best place to dispose a body? Nothing there. So then I looked at rates just for hitmen in general because I couldn't find a price for that specifically. So on Reddit, someone said that hitmen do exist, but for a hitman to charge millions of dollars per contract, they not only have to be a one percenter in the industry, but they have to be the king of the one percenters. So think about like what you see in the movies. So it's like the best hitman that exists. The best the, of the best. Hey man, peace of mind. 
Yeah. Can't put yeah. a price on peace of mind. A, no. lo- a low level <laughs> hitman can charge uh, anywhere from five to fifteen thousand per hit. An average hitman would cost thirty to fifty thousand. And a high level hitman. This all depends on like the, who you're killing. <laughs> I saw on one forum, it was like depends. this one person said, "Well, they typically charge five hundred for a, to kill a nobody." So it's, I mean, it's it's a very big range. Oh, a high level hitman's contract's going to cost around a hundred thousand or more. So that's interesting. So it, it differs based on how prominent the, the target is as well. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, and it also <laughs> said, no one's going to miss him. Yeah, yeah. also fifty read, bucks. It's not as glamorous. They could just be anybody. Kind of like Mike from Breaking Bad, just like anybody that you'd see on the street. They're not just like not wearing suits and everything like right. that. Dude, let me tell you it's something. A dirty job. I think that if I wanted to kill somebody, and I started the process of trying to find a hitman, hitman, a the, hitman, hitman, <laughs> <laughs> the odds that I would end up on a phone call with an FBI operative <laughs> posing as a hitman, ninety five percent. Because oh yeah, it happens. It, it, I would, would it would become be a sting, sting operation. Yeah, I, there the I don't know anybody who could <laughs> know somebody who might know a guy that would help me do this discreetly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a single person. I don't know who I in the criminal underworld or who, as far as I know, no, you know, no. The best I could do is probably a, a someone who's a hunter, an avid hunter in <laughs> like Maine, a Maine person, a right. Maine person, mm-hmm. who maybe would be like, well, I don't normally kill people, you know, people, but I, I've got the equipment. He's like, yeah, I just uh, strap ankle weights on him, throw him in the Mariana Trench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing a YouTube video of a woman getting caught in the middle of a sting operation and it was the entire news segment's entire piece for the night. I also read in Dallas that a mother and daughter paid or they thought they were paying 25 grand to a hitman to kill their father so they could collect the insurance money Jesus. and it was it was a sting. Yeah. Jesus. Um the best nighttime bedroom temperature is 65 degrees. Mm. Just the average best in America. And then the little scooter for rehab that you're referring to is called the Knee Rover. The it's a steerable economy <laughs> knee scooter with dual braking operating systems included. Around 120 bucks. Ryan, thank you as always. That's Ryan, everybody. Yes, what do you got coming up? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to be in Long Beach, Long Island at the Beach House on February 25th. That's Saturday night. Uh, hope to see you guys there. Tickets are almost gone for that. So FrancisEllis.com. Then it's on to Minneapolis House of Comedy, March 10th weekend. Um, and then we also go down to Austin and we're on to Chicago and Dallas and San Francisco and Buffalo we've added. So, Ooh, and finally Charlestown, West Virginia, me and Lil Sass are bringing Fran Squatch to the casino, the Penn casino down there, uh, Charlestown, West Virginia. That'll be May 12th. Sorry. Uh, tickets at FrancisEllis.com. Thanks, guys. Gee. March 2nd, I'm at New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh, that's going to be a great show. Uh, shout out to all my Connecticut people. would love to see you there. Uh, really looking forward to that one. And then March 3rd to 5th, I'm at the DC Improv uh, in Washington, D.C. Got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, in April and then through the summer. You can check out uh, my website, notjulio.com. I added like six, I'm adding like six or seven cities. I'm going to be in Austin, Seattle, Detroit, 
New Jersey, all over the place. Um, and I'll make a bigger announcement when I have all the links up and stuff, but looking forward to all that. So look forward to seeing some shows.